The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes Good. from the Midwest. The following views are 100%. The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Hi. Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, you speak and a little most clearer? importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, be and be prepared pain. to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy. Of all of Shane Ivers tunes, this is my favorite one. Oh yeah. I use this one I think every show. High quality. It's Good called jam. It's called VHS Dreams. It's very 80s. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the Karate Kid or like uh, some other 80s movie. Some other That'd 80s be movie besides the Karate yeah. Kid. Uh, quick, yeah. quick, name one. Go. Um, batteries not included. <laughs> <laughs> of all the fucking movies, you said batteries not included. Yeah, you said name one. Fight of the Navigator. I did. Yeah, Flight of the Navigator is great. Oh, let's talk about that. What's not? I don't really want to talk to you at all. A podcast for dudes by four dudes. There's four of us. Here we are. Adam Lee. Oh, I moved everything around. There we go. Blah, 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 blah. Nick Marty. Hi. You better not make me sound dumb. The Diesel Tom Ryan. Where the hell? There Hello. There we go. Hello. Big Brother Jeremy. Hi. What's up, guys? I don't know why you guys just think you're so funny. You're fat. That's a terrible idea. You have a smelly butt. Uh, you're the worst. Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. What's happening, hot stuffs? Yoo-hoo, baby! Hey, Carl, what's up? Hello, Carl. Seriously, I cannot find anything on my sounders here. I shouldn't have moved them all around. I did it, and I shouldn't have done it. This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go. It's February 24th. It's 2021. Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. It's a podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, and ecstatic to be here with you once again. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. My all-virtual group of co-hosts here, Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nick. Good evening, kind sir. How are you Nick tonight? Marty. That's you. Nick Marty. I love you. Hey, the feeling is mutual. You better not make me sound dumb. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you sound dumb. At all. Big Brother Jeremy in the house. In the house. Hey, I got what's an up? Hey. I got an introduce. Huh? Thank you. <laughs> you got what? I got introduced this week. You Thank did. you. You got introduced this week. Yep. Way to go. Glad you got... Uh, you well, your know, brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> Say what, Nick? I said, I'm glad you guys have buried the hatchet. It was awkward for Tom and I last week. Was it really? It was? Yeah, the brother angry, yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. He does. <laughs> Diesel Tom Ryan, there he is. Hi. Hello. Yeah, Brad Pitt's my brother. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> hey, that works. Sure does. Look at that. 
Yeah, Brad Pitt's my brother. <laughs> well, your brother's got a big mouth. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Okay, there's going to be stuff to tie into that button later. Was that planned? No, oh, I did. There's literally, I rearranged them, and they're right next to each other. Because I put all my favorite buttons that you guys say uh, next to each other. Okay, so I can use them in rapid fire succession. And it's, this this works wonderfully. I, I love this. This is great. So it's too it's too bad we can't play music on our podcast, like you know, officially licensed music, because we could be playing ironic right now. Because I would call that ironic. <laughs> We're next to each other. <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> yep. Bruce Almighty. PP. <laughs> <laughs> I like a do the cha cha. Yep. <laughs> so um, I decided that uh, I need to have this for whenever Jeremy talks. Accurate. Well, those are th those are four in four different buttons. Oh, gotcha. I'm just playing them in succession. <laughs> so I, I would be I would be rather careful though because Jeremy's number one fan is now on social media. Jordan yeah, what the hell is up with that? Jordan from Wausau. He's a cyber stalker. Holy media. crap! This is Jeremy's weird. Top top fan, and so if you'd play that all the time, you are gonna anger our social media yeah, listening. We don't, we don't want that to happen. PP. In other news. <laughs> The Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love that movie. Just that part is so good. I love it. Um, how you guys doing? You guys good? Everybody good? Yeah, Everybody good. good in the hood? Tom, how was Florida? You know, Florida was nice. Did you catch I COVID? Say, uh, I don't think so. Okay, great. Yeah. I would say the only thing is that I don't know if you guys experienced this, but but by like day five, I am just ready to be in my own bed again. Right, <laughs> life old. is so much easier. <laughs> yeah, way too old, and it's not a guy's trip. That's the yeah. other thing. Yeah, you know when yeah. you've got the in-laws and the seven other in-laws that were there, the house wasn't big enough for all that. Right, yeah. right. Did you? Did you guys just rent a house and just kind of hang out by the pool and stuff, or did you go mainly, anywhere? Yeah, mainly because on it was Anna Maria Island in Florida, and it's pretty skinny and long. So pretty much anywhere, <laughs> pretty much anywhere you are on the island, you're only three or four blocks from the beach. Yeah, cool, cool. Well, but good. when it was negative fifty wind chill here, we were in like sixty-five. So there you go. That was cool. Your pipes didn't freeze down there. No. Okay, no. good. Good. No. Yeah. We're still a ways from Texas. Yeah, there you go. They're like right next to each other. It's mad. Pretty much. Yeah, if you just eliminate the gulf. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot of hurricanes want to. So <laughs> there is that. Um, okay, so you didn't catch COVID. Um, did you you no. didn't go anywhere really in public? That's good. Um, no, actually it's it's pretty nice there cuz nobody goes anywhere. Okay. And everywhere that you eat is outdoors. Yeah. So all there right, really cool. isn't any issue, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, that's good. Cool. We weren't hanging out in any bars or anything stupid. That's not stupid. I can't wait to do that again. Mm. I that's do like, that again. That's yes. the one thing that I want is to go to a bar and not have to wear a mask and and but COVID being gone altogether. That's the big overarching thing. 
is that it's all gone all together and belly up with my friends and a tall draft beer oh i know it's gonna be so much fun play some okay so what, what is the beer of choice for that first draft beer Castle you Danger Cream Ale for me. There you Castle go. Danger. There you go. We talked to yeah. We, we, well, we got to pick one of our top four because we talked about this uh, on the show last time. Um, yeah, I'd probably have to go with the uh, with Northeast because my other two beer, well, three beers. One's only available in Scotty, so we'd have to go over there, and the other two are seasonal. So yeah, it'd have to be Northeast. Tom just got done traveling. You guys are getting ready for another trip. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Bro, we're fa- can you 2021. Yep, cabin weekend. It's gonna be great. We're gonna ice fish. Yep, naked. Man, like, yep. Shirts and skins. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we're really packing in a lot of stuff in 48 hours. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Anthony wanted to bring a karaoke machine. Of <laughs> <laughs> his daughter. There's gonna be three karaoke. gaming systems and yeah. Yep. Yep, board, it, board all the board games. games we could play, and and a lot of Michelle Branch, a and, lot of Michelle, yeah, Branch a lot of Michelle Branch is gonna get played, um, and uh, uh, we're gonna eat a crap ton of frozen pizza. Yep. Last time we went, that's all we ate. Yeah, that's right. every meal we, we ate. We stopped. Uh, Nick and I went up to the little uh, corner store and got donuts one morning. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Everything, every other meal was frozen pizzas. We bought all bunch a bunch of other stuff. But it's oh, like Haggies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were actually. Yep. I miss Haggies. Yep. I, I think bad. we had a couple lots of matzah in there, but Oh yeah. right, right. Yep. Premier premier frozen pizza. Yeah, yeah, we we don't skimp on the frozen pizza. So frozen pizza. that game down here is just non existent. It's all like nationwide brands and then maybe like a few like you know, like brick oven type. There's not any pub good frozen pizza down here. Yeah. Well do you want you want us to send you a bunch of pictures of how much fun we're having this weekend? Uh, I'm sure I'm going to get something. <laughs> yeah. Stogie. I, I got to pick a good... Next, uh, next time. I got to pick a good supermodel slash hot actress to send just random pictures of. Last time yep. it was Kate Beckinsale. This time it will be... Dick Diesel. Yeah. It will be Dick Diesel. Um, <laughs> just creepy pictures of Tommy's taken over the years. <laughs> 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 I have a, a bunch photoshopped already, just ready to send out. Over there, the, there's a picture from Adam's wedding with his Josh and Nick and Tom, and <laughs> Tom is embracing Nick from behind. <laughs> I know the picture well. It's on my desk at work. <laughs> it is my contact picture for Tom Ryan. <laughs> Oh, that needs to go on. <laughs> there it is. Yes. All the oh. flowing. The flowing Look at the flowing locks. locks. Look at that hair there. Yep. You got some hair, man. <laughs> Yikes. Good oh, for God. good on you. You have lost a ton of weight since then, too. Oh, yeah. That was that was a heavy set time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the hair, I think, accentuated it to a point. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't great. I love the I love the long hair, man. It looked were good. Were you in the mob or something when that was going on? Might it's have like been. You, you yeah. were like prime Italian mafia. Uh-huh. Well, and then the, the logical transition is to insurance, which is right. right there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. According to the office, you have to sell insurance right. as a front right. for your mafia business. Yep. I love that. So, um, nice. well, we got an excellent show. Uh, we should get on with it because we got a lot to get to. 
uh, we got a unique topic tonight. I'm kind of excited for it. It's something we we haven't, you know, we we pick out the top four lists and and do the drafts and all that stuff. But we're actually going to talk about video game movies tonight and a troubled history as far as video game movies go overall. They're kind of frowned upon, not necessarily taken seriously. So we'll get to that, but also bring up some some franchises that we would like to see on the big screen or even the or even the tiny screen some television shows possibly as well but ultimately the goal is to to really talk about why it hasn't worked very well up until this point because there's a lot of examples of really crappy video game adaptations on the big screen and so that'll be a lot of fun scooters back with the most educational beer of the week I actually edited it before the show this week, so you guys will get to hear it live, and uh, so and we'll be able to comment on it. Very good. Uh, he talks about monks at one point, like uh, religious monks. Um, he goes crazy. It's really good. And then I have something planned, a uh, return of a fan favorite segment at the top of the third uh, segment as well. It's a secret you guys, you guys can't know yet, and then Tom will have a Hero of the Week as always. Are you guys ready? Because I am. Yes, sir. All right, let's roll. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Diesel Tom Ryan. I am Adam Lee. We are the Four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everybody, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen, and I want to let you in on our secret weapon for the show, Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Whether you're looking for music for your podcast, your home movie or YouTube video, a presentation or project for school or work, SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. I was able to find Christmas music for the holiday season, spooky music for Halloween, sports music anytime we need that, and even funny circus music for any segment that we're being clowns. Um, I guess I could probably use that for every segment. The best part, though, about SilvermanSound.com is tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste your time. Don't do it. Worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast, you only need Shane. Donate and support to SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. This is the Four Norsemen. All right, second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for listening. So many ways to do so. You can do it on Apple Podcast. I'm going to start that over. All right, second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, don't screw up, and then you started talking. I did. Oh, okay, now start over. Okay, shut up. Please. Shut up. Shut up. Share your mouth. <laughs> no, I can't even do it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave that part in. Second segment of the Four Norsemen. Thanks for listening. So many ways to connect with us. Social media. That's a thing. Twitter, Facebook, 
MySpace. We don't actually have a MySpace page, but it's a lot of fun to talk about that we do. Is MySpace really still a thing? No, it's not anymore. It's not anymore? Take it down. They nope, took it down, I huh? I can't find it anymore. So the page we created, yeah, I think it is. You did done. actually create a page? Yeah, of course I did. We had trees on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, emails at Norseman4, that's the number four, at gmail.com. And uh, lots of ways to listen to us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Overcast, Pandora, and, of course, our homepage for norseman.podbean.com. We appreciate any reviews you send our way as well. Uh, you guys ready to talk about some uh, video games and video game adaptations on the silver screen? Yeah. Let's do this. Cool. Nick, you had uh, some talker questions, Ooh. conversation starters, a, if you will. A, yeah, roundtable discussion tonight. But first, gentlemen, uh, I've got a list here of the... Uh, in 1993, the first official video game movie was released, and that was Super the Mario classic Bros. Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Since then, uh, there have been 43 video game movies uh, that have come out. Uh, I'm looking at a list on Rotten Tomato that ranks them. I, I have two questions for you. Uh, you all know how Rotten Tomatoes works, right? Yep. You yep. Fresh. Uh, if you, you know, fresh or you get kind of that green, like, splatter. What do they call it when it's not? Is it just not it's, fresh? Uh, it's rotten. rotten, I think. Yep. That's rotten. why it's called Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's smart, Jeremy. You actually are. Yep. How many how many video game movies are certified fresh out of the 43 that have ever been created? Six. I looked at the same list, so I'm, I won't answer. Six. Okay. Two. Uh, three. Is is the answer? They're closer. Yep, yep. Uh, anyone want to take a guess? That was at, a spank bet, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, anyone want to take a guess and see if they can get any of the top three uh, certified fresh video game movies of all time? They have all come out uh, in 2019 or 2020, so they're getting better. Okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep, that is number three at a 63%. That is the third best video game movie is only a 63% for um, Right. Detective Pikachu. That is number two at 68%. And what else? You're never going to get this one. I'd be very impressed if you got it. Yeah. Um, it came out in 2019 or 2020? Yep. Well, it's 2019. Um, it, is, it is animated. Animated. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm out on that one. I have no idea. It is the Angry Birds movie two. The sequel uh, is percent. <laughs> that is the highest rated video game movie. If we start at that point, that tells you how terrible oh this God. genre has been. Over the years, oh and the, my Angry, Lord. the Angry, Bo Angry Bird sequel is number two, and so Hollywood has been trying this. We all four love video games, right? Yeah, we have some yeah for sure. Video games. Yeah. A lot, a lot of the video games we play, we like because they have really, really good stories. They have cool ideas. They have cool stories. You'd think that they could translate onto the big screen, mm -hmm. but most of them absolutely suck, right? I mean, look at some of these. Tomb Raider, cool idea. That's number four. Wait, 50. the Angelina Jolie one or the one with that no, one the, chick? The new one with that one chick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah, 
okay. you know, yeah, you got Rampage. You know, the original Mortal Kombat is number six of all time. Um, so thinking the back, original Mortal Kombat is yeah, number six. Number six in terms of its rating at a forty-six percent. Uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Love and so, victory. you know, Love everything from, we usually do. <laughs> The Resident Evil franchise to Prince of Persia. I mean, you get the number 10 rated movie has a 37% approval rating. So the genre has oh, been hokey. brutal. Yeah. A lot of them are hokey. So I have two questions to start off today. One, okay. uh, on when you think, think video game movies, even if they're terrible, are there any that even as growing up watching them that you at least found entertaining to watch? Um, and then my second question is, why do all of these suck so bad? Why can they not translate a good video game, which seem to have good stories, over to the big screen? Okay. I think that I, I always really guilty pleasure enjoyed Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme is an American Marine in Guile. Well, I'm not going home. It's so good. And Raul Julia in his last movie as M. Bison. Uh, super cheesy, super hokey, um, but uh, I, I have a soft spot for that movie. Um, I thought that I had a soft spot for Super Mario Brothers until I saw it as an adult. And you it watched is, it? Yeah, Scooter and I did, uh, when I, uh, like in 2009 when, when Scooter and I were living together. Like, we watched it, and it sucks. We had a really – that yeah. was – that was a great weekend. We had, we watched that, and we watched uh, Toxic Avenger, which is terrible, um, but that's not a video game movie, so we, we'll move on. But we had a really good weekend of terrible, terrible movies, and it did you know, not hold up. When I think of fat Italian plumbers, I think of Bob Hoskins. Yeah, right? You know? Yep. Uh, I uh, I just sent you the link to that list, so if you if you want to peruse a little bit to oh, wow, see what... we have chat on here. Yeah, I put it in there. <laughs> I mean, I am the social media guy, so I know yeah, technology. Yep. And so... Uh, Jeremy. Yep. All right. So so the original Street Fighter, that movie, uh, the line in there that I always remember is, do you remember Zangief? Oh, yeah. The, like, Russian bad guy? Yeah. The whole movie, he's a bad guy. And at the end, he just looks and goes, wait a minute, Bison's a bad guy? <laughs> Bison's like, a bad guy? He just... <laughs> Which decides then at the end, like yep. it's so terrible. Is Wreck It Ralph considered a video game movie, even though it's not really based on a real video game? It, it's not on this list okay. because it's not an these, adaptation. These were, right. Yeah, these were adaptations of something, right? You had everything from The Rock and Rampage. You know, if you remember the old monster, yeah, beating of up, course, yeah. You know, Assassin's Creed. I was super excited for that movie. Uh, total bomb. It had Michael Fassbender, who was awesome in a lot of like, things. That was yeah. like peak Fassbender, too, when that came yeah. out. Yep. Terrible. Um, you know, Max Payne. Do you remember Max Payne with Mark Wahlberg? Yep. Yeah, no one else. Mila Kunis as well, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, any anything else on this list that you, do you remember either being excited for and it disappointed you? Uh, did they make another Street Fighter movie? The Legend, yeah, the of, Legend Chun of Chun Li. Missed that one. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's got the it's got the uh, the female actress from Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kristen um, Couric. Fiona. Oh, yeah. Yep. From her. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Scotty doesn't know that Fiona Scotty and me know. do it in my van every Sunday. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, 
because they hit me right in the wheelhouse for um, age-wise, the Mortal Kombat movies are are guilty pleasure movies. I have not seen any of them for you know fifteen years, um, particularly Mortal Kombat Annihilation because that oh. that, that was more uh, the uh, Mortal Kombat two, and I was way more into Mortal Kombat two and those characters versus the original. Um, uh, but yeah, that that is that is one of those things I probably shouldn't admit to, but yeah. No, I actually agree with you because I've seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation way more than the original. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, our our friend and friend of the show, Anthony Yerusso, actually bought me for my birthday a copy of Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and it is sitting on in my movie rack just over right there. And so if you ever want to watch it, it is awful. It's got to be towards the bottom on that list. If yeah, it's like deep. second from the bottom. It's, yep, yeah, it's a, it's it is a two percent uh, approval rating on Rotten. Tomatoes. Holy cow, that's a bad movie. The that only movie really that, is, that is ranked less than it is Christian Slater, Tara Reid, and Stephen Dorff's Alone in the Dark, which has a one percent uh, percentage rating. So, and I they, assume they, I assume they, that was Tara Reid on the decline. Yeah, that was after American Pie, but before Sharknado. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. And some really cool movies like Hitman. Disease just watching. I liked Hitman. Hitman, 8%. Like, it just didn't seem to, to come across, but I love the games. Great oh, idea. The that was 07. A, the 07 Hitman with yeah. Timothy Oliphant. Tim, yeah, Timothy Oliphant. T- Tom, you and I watched that movie together, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I watched that one quite a few times. I enjoyed yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. that one wasn't bad. Doom with the Rock. Anyone uh, remember that one yeah, very well? I never bad. saw it. It's bad. That was really bad. That was like the Rock's like second or third mm-hmm. big movie. Yep, yep. Awful. Just awful. What, okay. What, what about the re- the Resident Evil uh, franchise? With Apocalypse. Ma- Mila Jovovich. Yep. 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 Um, Anyone like those? I remember some, one of them being very entertaining, but I don't know which one. Sure. Um, I. I loved those games. Actually, the first Resident Evil on original PlayStation was like the first like adult game I ever played all the way through. I remember sure. I I played it for months because it was really hard and you'd get like stumped for a while and you'd walk away from it. Um, and when they didn't follow that storyline, I struggled to get into it. And then I actually liked them later because I kind of just moved past like it doesn't have to be a replica of the game. Mm. But But why? Why do all of these suck? Guys, they're, they're great stories in the game. Why why can they not translate? I think, and I was listening to uh, Paul Charchian's Video Games Weekly podcast from a few uh, uh, weeks back. and We don't plug other podcasts on the show. Hey, you know. You'll, you'll bleep it out. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think, and, and that's something he brought up, was that all these adaptations get so far away from the source material and it's almost like it's a cash grab and just hey let's make something as fast as possible and make as mo- the most money off it as we can um he did mention that um the actual creators of mortal Kombat were involved in the first movie and that kind of translated a little bit into where why that one's a little bit higher up in in regard you know um but uh, as far as, you know, I think that, that nails it on the head is that 
they just get away from what people go into these movies expecting. And, uh, you know, when I go to Super Mario, I'm not going to want to see, you know, something set in New York, you know, with Bowser being just this, you know, uh, uh, big boss, like, you know, Kingpin from Spider-Man, you know, I, I expect to see it effing dragon, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, so I think who was played uh, by Dennis Hopper, by the way, right, in the original, right. yep. yeah, Dennis exactly. Hopper, John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins as Mario, like yep. Yep. great cast. Like, uh, you, like there's not a lot of movies that have a better cast than that, but uh, right. it, ugh, ugh. And, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these movies have great casts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like they yeah. come out and you go, okay, like Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal. All right. Ben Kingsley, like some. Oh, and that and... was, uh, the gal in that was Gemma Arterton. Yep. At the yep. time, oh, yep. yep. <laughs> you know, uh, the Warcraft movie, right? Like that. That looked like it had a chance. Need for Speed had, you know, Aaron Paul after uh, his big run on Breaking Bad, like he yeah. was going to break, and that movie kind of killed what he was going to be as a solo actor. Yeah, so. yeah, right. Yeah, I actually liked. I well, liked is strong word, but I actually didn't mind the the Warcraft movie. It's it's fun. It's a visual. It's it mm-hmm. good battles. Uh, uh, good special effects. All that stuff. Um, it just didn't have that it factor to grab you in. But the but all the base work was there. Um, did you play those games? Ad? Did you come in? I playing never. Those I never played World of Warcraft. Never. Do, um, do you think you people put a higher expectation on something like the movie? The games that I've played heavily are the ones that disappoint me more. Yeah, and for so- sure. You think that had a factor in you liking it as he didn't know yeah, the game? Yeah, that, that certainly could be. Like, I think about the gaming franchises uh, that I've played heavily, and Mass Effect comes to mind. Um, if there was a Mass Effect movie, I don't think there's anyone who would scrutinize it more than me other than Jeremy. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think that, that definitely has something to do with it. Um, I think when it comes to how video games are portrayed as a medium and an art form i think a lot of uh, a lot of people don't take them seriously as a as a serious art form and i think that hurts the genre when there's a lot of good stories just from these games like people put everything into the into telling a great story in these games and we could we can name a million of them, but they're still not taken seriously as a as a true art form like a book would, uh, a book adaptation, or even now, uh, comic books uh, mm-hmm. have taken uh, over Hollywood really. Um, and I, I think we'll get there because eventually they're going to run out of comic book material, and they're going to have to go to video games in some right. way, shape, or form. But you might start seeing. Uh, so, some better quality come out of that, yeah. and, and and what brought this whole conversation on was the Mortal Kombat trailer that just yeah. came out, and that's coming out on HBO Max here in the next several months, I think in April, and uh, and it looks badass, like it really does. So yeah. it looks like they they did it right, but right. that's a trailer, and I think. It all it takes is one good movie, right? I mean, look at Batman for the whole the first original nineteen eighty nine Batman for the whole comic book, and Superman too. You know, mm-hmm. both of those two franchises. But then you had the whole nineties of 
the Schumacher Batmans and everything. And then, so then it wasn't taken seriously anymore. And then Spider-Man came along and now comic book movies are the biggest freaking franchises mm-hmm. out there. Yep. So I think that's what it's going to take is some of those good pillar movies to kind of build it up because your comic book movies weren't taken seriously, you know, a long time ago. And now that there's some good movies and now they've, they've been able to build on it. And that. to that point, I think you have to pick some uh, some of the staples of, of video game, right. uh, the video game kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is a great start. I I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I just I watched it on Amazon Prime the other day again um, in yeah. preparation for the show because I was like, well, I really enjoyed it in the theater, but do would I really enjoy it the second time around? I totally did. Great family movie, very entertaining, very funny, but also somewhat true to the character. I have a tough time thinking about how Mario is going to translate because Mario is kind of racist in his betrayal <laughs> of 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 being an Italian plumber. Like it's a me, it's a Mario. How how the hell is that going to translate to the big screen? I have no idea. So they might have to like try to voice that differently. And well, is that that movie can't work live action, right? It's got to be. It's got to be some like some yeah. something hybrid or completely yeah. animation. Yeah. Um. I. And you got to build characters too, right? Like to me, when comic book movies took over, when Marvel took over, when when Christopher Nolan did The Dark Knight, he focused on getting us to care about the characters, which yeah. is why I play some story video games, why they've got me, right? Like Mass Effect, I would have given my life for Commander Shepard in that last game, right? Yeah, like right. Uh, in the games that get me, I'm attached to the characters. And I think that the video game movies... <clears throat> that we've seen want to be all action and there's just any no depth mm-hmm. to anything. And right. I think people that depth, they want to care about a franchise, which is why, you know, building towards something like Endgame for 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 Marvel was huge because mm-hmm. you care about all those characters. It's also why DC has failed because they tried to just skip over all that character building. Mm-hmm. Like it takes time. You gotta exactly. go slow. And and you got to get people to care about who is in your movies. Yeah, um, even even else? the mainstays like Batman and Superman, you still yeah. have to get people to give a about them. Yep, yep. As and characters. and you, if you can do that, and then add on the amazing action, which a lot of these movies yeah. do, they have great fight scenes, they have mm-hmm. great things, but you got to add the depth, and I yeah. think that's where they're lacking. And so, yeah. Mortal Kombat looks really cool. Yeah. Right. But yeah. there's been a lot of times I've seen a trailer for a video game movie, and I'm like, that looks really cool. Yeah. And then. It, absolutely terrible yep yep for sure good point so uh another medium has started to take over right so i think this whole world as we've stayed home as people like to to netflix to stream you know tv and and turning things away from a you know a major motion picture into some sort of series has been the avenue that some people have gone we've seen it with the witcher uh the uh what's the new one that's coming out on hbo the um last of us right they just casted for the last of us that's going to be a show mm-hmm. um and so do you think that video games in general these movies could have more success um as series where you have more time you have shorter bursts to be able to tell some of these stories absolutely i think pretty much anything's gonna the way the with the quality of a television show nowadays just about any story arc or or script or or genre or whatever is going to translate better on television because they're putting the money behind it now 
Um, I think when it comes to video game movies, you almost have to go with something like Sonic or or uh, something that's going to want to get the kids in to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's be honest, uh, if, if Mortal Kombat wasn't coming out on HBO Max, would I go see it in the theater? Probably not. Still a badass trailer, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go see that in the theater. I'm going to wait till it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. So I think... Uh, television series have a much greater opportunity to uh, tell a story, develop that characters, like you said, Nick, and yeah. and go from there. I mean, we we saw it in The Witcher. I don't know how many of you guys watched The Witcher, but I I've watched it twice through, um, and it actually got me to really enjoy the game that much more. And it's based on a book on top of everything else, so it's kind of a triple threat. It's good. It's really good, yeah. and uh, it, it's confusing um, to those that aren't familiar with it. But once you get into that world, that universe, it's it's quite good. And yeah, it, they went weird with that a little bit because the the first season is actually based off the first book, which is just a bunch of short stories. Yep. Yep. Um, so um, I watched the series, and then I actually read that first book, which was just oh, like did. a different. I did, yeah. yeah. I listened actually. I listened to it on Audible. I was staining my deck, and so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna throw something on that I can listen to this summer." And it was cool to see both sides of it. Yeah. Um, and then I've continued on and read or listened to a few of the other books, and it gets ten times better. Like the oh, books cool. are incredible. That's, that's and so great. I'm really excited. I, I thought that they they could have been more clear with how their timeline was working. I yeah. think that was the one knack. Yep. Um, but once that fell into place, I thought it was really well done. Right. Super. Um, and I'm, way more enjoyable the second time around because you know about the timeline and i'm excited to see where they go with it because the story is really cool moving forward and all of these things that happen play into that yeah and so it's it's kind of like uh i I kind of think of it of watching like the first part of westworld there just wasn't the payoff at the end of the first season that Mm -hmm. payoff is coming where you're like every episode of westworld i was like i'm super confused i'm super confused what's going on like it was good tv but then there had to be a payoff, and I right. think that's right. Right. So. Cool. All right. Last question: uh, Where should they go? What series? What video game franchises uh, have they not done yet, or would you like to see them reboot in a better way? Uh, what would get you? You know, you talked about you wouldn't go see Mortal Kombat if they did it right, right? So I'm, I want you to dream pie in the sky. They got it right. What video games uh, would you want them to take a crack at? Um, well, I, I think the, the obvious one for three of us on the, on the cast is, is Mass Effect. Um, we could talk about that a little bit more in depth in a second, but, um, I really think, and Tom, you've played several of the Mass Effect, or not the Mass Effect, the Assassin's Creed games. Um, I really think there's something there as far as that goes, because, the the games aren't super rich in story necessarily like the there there's the animus and somebody from the future gets in the animus and they become someone from the past and or, uh, an ancestor from the past who was linked to this assassin group against the templars and all that stuff so it can be a little confusing um but i think there's something there that can make it translate into a into a film franchise that would be really good because um, because there's not a lot of character depth that needs to get fleshed out on television. 
um, in over eight, nine episode seasons. Uh, uh, so a two hour movie could be really good. Just the fast bender movie just wasn't, wasn't, didn't meet that expectation. So I, I'd like to see them tackle it there and then go into different worlds like they do. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is in ancient Greece. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is in uh, uh, the uh, Nordic times um, and the, with the Vikings and, and uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is in ancient Egypt. So there's a lot there that they could do several different movies on and not spend any time in a, on, the, on, the, on the small screen. Um, Witcher's been done. Uh, that wouldn't be good as a movie. Uh, I'd be really interested to see if they do anything with uh, The Legend of Zelda and and Link being a somewhat of a mute character. Um, if they could make that into a into a movie, um, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm where I would lean. Anyone else? Um, I think. You know, we said we were going to touch on Mass Effect in a second. Um, You know, I think as far as stories go, there's two that kind of pop out to me. Um, Metal Gear Solid seems like that could be something that would translate. Um, Solid Snake is kind of that overarching big character, you know, uh, protagonist character that, that would, you know, draw people in, even if they weren't video game fans. And then the same thing goes for God of War, you know. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, f- you know, Kratos' first, you know, story, um, and then the, the going into the second story now. I think there is some storytelling there to be done. I don't think I don't know if it goes so far to that could be like a Game of Thrones series, but um, from a standpoint of um, some cool ass freaking CGI. F- or movie action i mean i can't i mean him going up against poseidon in the beginning of of uh uh god of war 3 was yeah was a awesome video game Mm -hmm. sequence how could that uh, how much more awesome would it be if it was if it was uh actual movie technology um god of war would be awesome if you take if you look at god of war you search god of war cut scenes on youtube and just yeah. watch all the cutscenes yeah. in throughout the entire first three games, yeah. and not the not the PSP games or anything like that, yeah. or the handhelds yeah. or the prequels, but just those first three games. Um, it it does kind of play out like a movie, and yeah. and Kratos in those movies especially isn't a super deep character, but he develops more and more over the course of those three games, and you yeah. see it. Um, yeah. And I think that would really translate well to the big screen. Because it's it's big monsters, it's big big action, like Jeremy was saying. I think that would be that would that's ideal for for the big screen. Because um, I, I just don't see Kratos in that sense being a deep enough character for television. And oh, sp- uh, I think yeah. he's more on the big screen now. The new iteration of Kratos might play a little bit better on TV, but definitely sure. those the ancient Greek. Uh, God of War one, two, and three would play very well on the big screen, and they could make some great cliffhangers on oh, those yeah. movies too, where things yeah. cut off and it's like, oh god, we got to see the next movie, mm-hmm. um, which they don't yep. seem to do as well anymore with anything that's not Marvel related. Right. So I agree, I totally agree with God of War. That's great. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That would be yep, absolutely. Metal Gear, and Metal Gear Solid was number one on my list. I love those games. If you stick to the source material and you basically just remake the games into a movie. 
uh metal gear solid one like enthralling it's super good yeah. metal gear solid two is amazing solid snakes up a pretty deep character too yeah you know he's kind of that anti-hero type character where yes he does really good things but he also can do it in really um roundabout ways so i mm-hmm. think he'd, that'd be a good tv the other one that i thought about was bioshock i don't know if you guys ever played the yeah, bioshock love the bioshock games what are just a cool world that would be a really good movie too there's a couple of really big twists in there mm-hmm. they're like um be a really cool those big like um you know the big iconic bioshock creature that has the little girl with it like totally creepy would be really fun in the movies as well so um another one we haven't talked about is uncharted they're making uncharted with tom holland right so that that is another one that potentially could break this uh this kind of they're trying so hard to make him not look like a kid right i know he had to keep it there for spider-man too yep 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 in uh the the first look pictures that i've seen of him like he he looks good as a as Nathan Drake, but he he still has that baby face, man, and it's hard not to see him as just seventeen year old Peter Parker web slinging around. But uh, I'm excited for that. That's a, a those are uh, those are great games and really good story driven. Um, but again, I don't think they would necessarily translate well to the television. I think those are exactly. big screen games. So let's just quickly before we wrap up the segment talk about Mass Effect. I've t- I've talked about this at length with a lot of different people. I think Mass Effect. Uh, has the lore and the depth equal to definitely not lesser than um, uh, the Star Trek, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings of the world. There are a lot, there is a lot of stuff to unpack in those games mm-hmm. um, it, and just flip through the codex that they call it on the, on the, uh, in the pause menu when you go through it. I mean, it breaks down alien different alien races and all this kind of stuff. I first don't contact war the yeah. first, the first war there's a, like, there's all this kind of stuff, how humans got this technology to be able to travel to different parts of the galaxy. Well, beyond what we're able to right now uh, is, is, is crazy. And it's crazy deep, um, crazy good character development. It would absolutely 100% not translate well to the big screen and I hope they mm-hmm. never do it because it would end up being like an Avatar uh, Last Airbender kind of situation where it just would be on the big screen so that that is definitely and I've said this for years an HBO series and it has to be it has to be HBO they're the only people I would trust to, to handle that source material that you well you wouldn't trust yeah. it with Netflix right now no no. no way. Even not after the Witcher, even after the Witcher. Witcher's gr- Witcher's good, but it's not it's not Game of Thrones good. It's not it it's not uh, the kind of Watch quality me. that they that they that HBO is known to do. And HBO just has this touch that they can do with character development that that Netflix hasn't proven that it can do consistently. And yeah. Netflix abandoned series uh, early too. Like yeah. there, there is a, a a show called Sense Eight that uh, Aaron and I really enjoyed, yeah. and yep. um, they just kind of abandoned it. They ended up doing a wrap up movie to to tie it off, but it it just wasn't. It could have gone so much further. So, um, and I don't I don't think this is hyperbole to say, at least not in my mind, but the way that Game of Thrones was a high fantasy series, right? Mm-hmm. So there's fantasy genre which typically wasn't mainstream right those have been those have been really tough to get you know lord of the rings did you know set the groundwork Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of brutal fantasy movies because people think of it as nerdy stuff 
Game of Thrones made fantasy cool. Yep. I think Mass Effect is a deep enough story with a, a, a well-thought-out world that if you put it in the hands of HBO, you know, maybe it doesn't reach the same heights as HBO, but I think it had the potential to, to really captivate the non-science fiction fan because mm -hmm. of the characters and because of the world, right? right. And so I think, oh, I, I could just see 10 seasons of that, oh, like explore the Krogans, right? Explore mm -hmm. that oh, relationship yeah. with... Spin-off uh, opportunities yeah. are like just as deep as, as Game of Thrones are. Yeah, the, yep. there's a there's and, a ton of options there. So. And the original story is great. And if you follow that source material, like Game of Thrones did when it was good, right? When did mm -hmm. it suck? When they when they moved away from the source material. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, yep. If you follow the source, even if people know it, they people don't care. Mm -hmm. Like people had read the books, and still, was millions of people were were tuning in. Yep. Uh, and so, to me, it's it seems like a no brainer in my yep. mind. So. Yep. Absolutely. Well, so. the last thing to say on it is just. Something that came out today was that uh, Henry Cavill, um, uh, according to IGN, had a little tease of maybe some project he's been working on for Mass Effect. Um, not sure if it's voiceover work for the game or something that comes to silver or big screen. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's some kind of uh, script that he was reading in an Instagram post that uh, that has some uh, some terminology. Mass Effect, yeah. Yep. yeah uh, yep connections so so stay tuned on that yeah that'd be really cool so my 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 guess is it's probably a voiceover and in a, in a, in a he's a pretty big star to do video game voiceover work yeah though. there's a lot of but there there's a lot of notable voices in a lot of notable games so yeah. martin yeah. sheen is in mass effect and he's martin Keanu sheen is big just yep. yeah yeah but tom what video game would you like to see as a movie probably madden <laughs> no i i've never played mass effect I'll, i mean i've watched you play it funny but yeah it's all he plays sometimes yeah. right like yeah especially when we were living together oh, yeah. that, 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 that was about it so um but tom the uh the legendary edition of mass effect uh, is coming out for the ps4 in may and you know buddy if there's a time for you to pick it up now would be, uh, that, then would be right it, after friend. I have another kid. Yeah, right. Perfect. Yeah. Tons Perfect. of free time. Yeah, I have to see just picking one up. <laughs> yep. It's so choice. It's very choice. So, all right, that was good discussion. Thanks, Nick, for coming up with the questions and the the, uh, the to keep us on track and all that stuff. That was fun. Hopefully, we solved a lot of the world's issues when it comes to video games and movies. More to come on this edition of the Four Norsemen Scooters Beer of the Week on the way. I have a special surprise for the top of the third segment, and Tom's got a hero for us. Hang tight. It's time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. All right, Scooter, give me this week's Beer of the Week. All right, the Beer of the Week comes to us from the Point Brewing Company out of Stevens Point, Wisconsin. It is the Point Bach. I've been thinking a lot about the seasonality of things. You know, in, in today's society, you can get whatever you want whenever you want, basically. And I've been taking this idea to beer. And there's a lot of 
seasonality in beer and it's kind of fun to follow that along for instance you know the october fests in the fall mm -hmm. the winter ales in the winter well spring is coming it will be here at some point and one of the big spring beers are box yeah a big part of that comes from monks brewing this beer back in the day for consumption during lent okay. uh, they would fast they could not eat solid food but they could drink liquids, so they would drink beer, not for you know party reasons, but because they need to have enough to sustain themselves. That's pretty so that's much where, my entire diet. Yeah, beer. You know, that's that's where you know I'm, I'm coming from. Here is let's let's get in the spring. Winter mm -hmm. was we had this cold snap of weather. Let's start thinking about spring beers, yeah. and that's that's where the Bach came from this week. So um, it's a it's a fun beer style. And there's a lot of different plays on it. You have Doppel Box, which are double box. Right. And My Box, which are a lighter version of the Bach. Shells so, used to do a really good My Bach called the My Fest. That was my favorite spring beer. Speaking of Shells, I was actually at a tour of there once, and they, they talked about having a winter festival, uh, the days when we could have winter festivals. Yeah. But anyway, they had a winter festival there where they would have uh, pokers in wood fires and you'd be walking around with your beer and you should probably be a Bach. And I've seen this done with Bach before. They take the red hot fire poker and they stir their beer with it. Oh, cool. And the the heat from the poker caramelizes the sugars in the beer and totally changes the full flavor profile. No kidding. So it's definitely something cool. You could do it with like a um, uh, stainless steel skewer okay. on your stove, heat yeah. it up and, and stir your beer with it mm -hmm. and have a similar effect probably. So this beer from Point is available January through March. Um, I actually just saw it come out on the shelves about two weeks ago. This is an ABV of 5.2% with an IBU of 14. It's a lager, so it's a very crisp, clean beer and it definitely shows through. Uh, pours very clear. You can almost see through it. Um, there's no floating sedimentation or anything like that. No cloudiness. A very clear beer. Um, a dark tan chestnut color. It kind of looks a little bit like Crown Royal. You know, sure, in the color, I can see that. Yeah. In the color realm. Um, it has a very fast diminishing head. You pour it, the head's there, and it's gone. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't have any kind of head retention to it. But as you look at it, once the head is gone, you definitely see some dancing CO2 at the top, the little bubbles that kind of hop at the top of the surface of the beer. Yep. Um, just kind of leading into how well carbonated this beer is. It's a very malty, roasty, clean smelling beer. Not a whole lot of aroma there, but you definitely smell a kind of a roastiness to it. And that's what you're supposed to get with the box. On the taste side, it is very balanced. There's really no bitterness to this but it's also not overly sweet. Some box can be really sweet, uh, especially your doppel box. Um, but this one isn't, this one's very well balanced. Um, just enough sweetness to make it, uh, make it pleasant, but not, there's really no bitterness to it. You get a roast, roasty, malty flavor to it. You know, any of your, you know, darker beers like this are going to have that kind of roastiness to it because yep. that's how you get the darker color. Yep. Um, and then kind of at the end, kind of a caramelized sugar taste uh, in there as well, kind of rounding it out. Sure. But there's no, no lingering bitterness. It's very clean, finishes very smooth, almost a little dry even. 
Overall, I'd say this is an excellent old school Bach. Uh, you're going to find some other ones out there that might have a little bit more flavor. They're going to be kind of uh, more new age, uh, maybe a little bit more experimentation to it. But this is a very good representation of a very old style, old tradition brewing of Bach beer. Very easy to drink. I could drink two Triades with uh, no problem. So this is the Point Bach from Point Brewing Company. The ABV of 5.2% and IBU of 14. This is the Four Norsemen. All right, welcome back. Third and final segment of the Four Norsemen. Nick, Marty, Big Brother, Jeremy, the Diesel, Tom Ryan. My name is Adam Lee. Thanks so much for being here with us. So much to get to still. We're here. Just try to make your try to make your lives happy here on the Norsemen. That's what we do all the time. We talk about beer. We talk about video games. We talk about all sorts of fun stuff. We talk about how attractive Tom is uh, on a regular basis. You're the, you were the strong, silent type in the last segment, and I. I was kind of turned on. I'm not going to I, lie I, I, <laughs> You know, it was about halfway through. I was like, man, I, I have a couple things I could say. I could jump in, but now I kind of just want to see how long I can go without speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, thanks to Scooter for Beer of the Week as well. Uh, he, like, we were talking about this <laughs> on the break. Like, where does he come up with this stuff? Like, uh it's crazy. I feel He's so, a wealth of knowledge. I feel so just stupid talking to him. I'm just like... Yeah. The whole monks used to drink this to sustain themselves? Yeah. Yeah. Who knew that? No one. Scooter. Scooter did. Yeah. All right. Now we all do. Now we all do. Thanks, Scooter. We appreciate He's you. Meant. Yep, he is the best. So, okay. So, let's jump into I'm this next... I'm not going to put a hot metal rod in my beer. No. <laughs> not going to do it? No. Well, when you're brewing it, not like when you're drinking it. Okay, not gonna do it. Okay, Tom's not gonna do that. Okay, uh, Scooter uh, uh, X nay that. Um, Jordan from Wausau will be very happy to know that you were wrong. Um, <laughs> and that's uh, okay. So uh, we have a segment that I would like to do. One of you is about to get a text message from me <sighs> to play a round of. And now it's time for. <laughs> Sexy sentences. <laughs> Who's it gonna be? All right, it's Nick Marty playing sexy sentences tonight. Here we go. I'm gonna get my white guy rap voice on. Yep, the return of a fan favorite segment. Sexy sentences. Here we go, Nick Marty. Let's hear it, baby. All right, I got to stop giggling first because I'm kind of giggling. <laughs> okay, for those that don't, boy. Okay, all right, well let's let's let Nick Kid compose himself. For those that don't know what sexy sentences is, a long time ago, well not that long ago actually, we had an email from a woman named Don. Don, we love you, and she oh, loved Tom's not. voice, and uh, so Tom had to read sexy sentences, and they are sentences that are not sexy, but he needs to make them sexy. So we decided to expand this, or I did because, well, I run the show. So I decided that uh, I want everybody to participate in sexy sentences at one moment in time. 
and this week it's going to be Nick. So there you go. I'm a giggly boy. Which, which is different because I have the highest, like I have the distinctive voice because I'm, you know, the 14-year-old the boy who's still... <laughs> all right, here we go. <clears throat> okay, let's hear it, Nick. Come on. Right. He's got 10 sentences. He needs to read them all sexily. Sexily. I can get free day... <laughs> Let me start again. Okay, start over. I can get free two-day shipping with Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Sex Please bake me a banana cream pie. Yeah, that was hot. <laughs> I'm glad it's banana cream yeah. pie. Do I have to do the next one? Yep, like, do you I do. Yep, you absolutely do. You have to read all of them. All right. <clears throat> Jeremy Lee is the smartest and best-looking guy I know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nick, I always knew you were my favorite. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> A hunter-gatherer is a nomadic human living in a society in which most or all food is obtained by foraging. <laughs> I love you. I just want you to know that I'm incredibly attracted to you. I'm, I'm excited for the Antique Roadshow Marathon tonight on PBS. It's lovely attire you're wearing today. Ah, uh, number six is just mean, too. <laughs> yep, I know. Bill Goldberg is my favorite professional wrestler of all time. You bite your tongue. Buff Bagwell is the greatest wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. All right, number seven. <clears throat> How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? You know, Nick, I, I need to feel more heat. I'm sorry. I'm... <clears throat> Take your shirt off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me get like my Val Venus on here. Okay. All right. Yep. Here we go. Give me some of that Jar Jar Binks action. <laughs> did you write these? Like, yep. did you? Like, did yeah, you I did. Time? Yeah, of course did I did. Yep. Okay, perfect. Yep. <clears throat> I got an A minus on my advanced calculus midterm. <laughs> Is advanced calculus actually a thing? Because I'm stupid at math. Sure. I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah. I quit at sure regular calculus because it was I could do it. It was just too much work. If I, I like hanging out, sub, I just go all out. <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> Mr. Deeds is an excellent Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, so pound five guys. Right there we now. go. <laughs> there you go. Ten sentences. Sexy sentences. Thank you, Nick. Very yep. good. You are welcome. Yeah, we appreciate that. That's it. Uh, I think my favorite was the banana cream pie one. <laughs> I thought I should have put that one last. A banana cream pie. Yep. yep. Oh, I love Beautiful. it. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fun. I like that segment. That's a good one. That might be my favorite one we do. All right. Tom, you ready? Bring it. It's time for Tom Ryan's super duper inspiring, valiant, gallant, incredible, wonderful, marvelous, mind blowing, amazeball, stupefying hero. Hero of the week. Hero. Hero. Give us a hero, Tom. I need a hero. I need a hero holding hero. on to the edge of the night or whatever she says. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of an uncommon one. And we've all made mistakes before. Yeah, we have. Right? Yep. I sure have. Yeah. So, My really apologies. bad mistake would be maybe grabbing the wrong type of hairspray 
and not actually it being a hairspray at all, but rather Gorilla Glue, Gorilla Glue spray. Oh no! That would yeah. be pretty awful, right? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's especially if you're a gal and you've got long hair, Oof. and imagine having it stuck in your head for um, over a month. I'm sorry. Oh. So over a month. Yeah. So so they couldn't figure it out. There was multiple people trying to work on it, trying to figure out how to get this Gorilla Glue out of this lady's hair and actually offer scalp because that was another issue it literally glued her scalp down so it came down to plastic surgeon michael obang out of beverly hills oh, what's his last name o-b-e-n-g obang no, it's not jeremy wasn't there so dr michael learns of this and quickly goes to work on figuring out his own solution because he couldn't wait for gorilla glue to figure out how to dissolve this okay he has a chemistry background. He and a small team of people actually created and are now trying to bottle this as a, you know, some sort of a paint thinner kind of thing that could like work with Gorilla Glue. To gorilla yeah. Glue. Yeah. And so ultimately it had to be somewhat safe on her on her scalp. And he was able to get all of that off of her scalp without actually completely burning everything or having to shave it or removing her, you know, a couple layers of her dermis. Oh, that's a lot better so than you good on you, do. Michael. Yeah. And on top of that, he didn't charge her anything. It was what? like a, almost a, almost a fifteen thousand dollars surgery for his time, and yeah. he didn't charge her at all. Yeah, he's gonna make uh, some money on the back end. All on you that people one. care about I would imagine. is making but, money. But yeah, good to him. That's uh, I can't I can't figure out why they didn't shave her head. I mean, well, I, they couldn't because they're so. The hairstyle, and she's African American. Oh, so hairstyle's okay. that oh, real, like, okay. yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. And, like locked down, almost yep. kind of wet look. Yep. And so basically, just glued her hair to her scalp. Okay, gotcha. No okay. kidding. Poor, yeah. Like, Oof. I feel Mass. bad for her. Yeah. Like yeah, that. Like how? Yeah. And, and like, when did she realize it? Right. Like, how awful would that moment be where you like you're 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 in the middle of it and you realize like what the difference is right like yeah. uh, my empathy for her is pretty high right well, now and it, what if hopefully somebody nobody pulled a prank on her and like switched it no out. no it was okay. just an honest mistake by herself Oof. she just grabbed the wrong spray bottle which i don't know why you'd have those in the same area yeah, yeah you <laughs> right. don't keep those in the same area like right yeah yeah so uh, my, uh, my pole spray i didn't even know that was a thing yeah that's pretty mental but there's a picture of it it's a thing so uh, if you had to pick a month with Gorilla Glue hairspray in your hair or the American Pie situation. Oh. You, you've got to get yourself off yourself. Super glued yeah, myself to myself. Because I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be a month of like waking up and being like, I'm ready. Like, it's not going to move while you sleep. Yep. Yeah. It's con yeah. constant pain. Yeah. yeah. Is that hair gel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it Tell water? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Yep. I would. Uh, yeah. Definitely. I. I don't want anything permanent down near my Janssen, so to yep. speak. So no. Yeah. I'm good there. So good on you, Michael Obang. Yeah. Nice. Good. Good. Oh, Michael. Sir. Yeah. Way to go. Anything you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? I mean, we've shared a lot tonight. A lot of our feelings and thoughts and um, things. You guys have fun this weekend. You be safe. We you, will. You know. 
I, that 55 gallon drum you guys are bringing with, you know, just make sure that you save. Well, your brother's got a big mouth. <laughs> For when you guys get home. <laughs> Don't use it all at once. I and, do uh, the cha-cha like a sissy Tom's girl. bringing plenty of, of liquid IV. It's like drinking three bottles of water at a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's true. We're going to be we plenty of hydrated. Pure science. <laughs> We got anything we got math <laughs> when did we get that one oh scooter we got anything we got meth. yes that's a great use that one more often yes i absolutely will he talked about he used it in the in the context uh context of talking about wisconsin i, I don't want to know how he yeah used that's it right in context. i just yeah. want the i want to think of that okay <laughs> we're trying to figure out who the hell jordan from wasa was that's yep. what that's what the context was. We got anything? We got math. Yep. Jordan from Wasa has to do math. If you're his yeah. favorite person on the show, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got to be got something, right? 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 I got. Amen. That's it for this episode of the Four Norsemen. I had fun tonight. Thank you guys. Appreciate you all for listening. Remember, you can contribute to the conversation. Questions, comments, rants, send it our way. Twitter, Facebook, emails. Norseman 4. That's the number 4 at gmail.com. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Music, Pandora, Overcast, so many places to check us out. And of course on our Podbean page, fournorseman.podbean.com. And don't forget to review us as well. We really appreciate it. Even if you give us a one-star rating, I've said this before, you can give us a, you can give us a half star, a quarter star. I don't really give a shit. Just give me a review of some way, shape, or form. That's all I want. Somebody do it. Somebody do it. Somebody does that, uh, you'll get mentioned on the show this next week. I don't care if it's a bad review either. Shane there's Ivers. A lot of really, there's a lot of really good podcasts out there. Let's be a really bad one. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like, people are going to actively seek out the worst, yep. I feel like. The middle, no yep. one's. No one wants to be vanilla right. in the middle. No. Don't no you one. remember in college oh, when we I searched out vanilla. the worst movies on IMDb and tried yeah. to watch like, yeah, we watched uh, 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 Mariachi Island yeah. or Pinata Pinata Survival Island. Yeah, and uh, Aspen Aspen yep. is like Top Gun like, on the slopes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so there you go. Shane Ivers rules. He provides yeah, yeah. music for Shane. us. Check it out. Silvermansound.com. And special thanks to Nick Marty, the Diesel Tom Ryan, Big Brother Jeremy, as always. And to you folks, you could have been anywhere else in the world tonight, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. For all of us here at the Four Norsemen, I am Adam Lee. That's me, considering those eardrums. Sadie Spade. Sadie Spade. Goodbye. Thank you. I miss you. Bye, guys. I think my dog has the pool. Yeah, that was hot. That sucked. I love you. <laughs> there she was. I put it in this week. That's awesome. Look how listen how cute that is. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs>